Welcome to New Teacher Talk. My name is Kinsey Wright, and I'm the high school multilingual case manager and teacher for Huntley School District 158. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about multilingual learners. I want to also let you know that I do span between grades 9 through 12, so that's anywhere between the ages 14 to 20. As you probably already are aware of, in the state of Illinois, students can attend school until the semester before they turn 21. So we do sometimes get students who move to the United States at the age of 16, and they would generally start as a freshman in high school, which is why some students will span all the way up until 20 versus the normal graduation age of around 18. First things first, I think it's so important to just talk about terminology. In today's day and age in the classroom and as a district as a whole, we like to refer to our students as multilingual learners. This is a little more wholesome and inclusive when discussing students who are learning English for the first time. Previously, students were labeled as ESL or even ELL, which would be English as a second language or English language learners. We prefer the term multilingual in the field because it affirms the importance of all of our students' languages. We want students to know that we respect and honor their languages and cultures, and that we're just here to help add to their language repertoires. When it also comes to our students, it is so important to know, and I will make sure that this is given out to you as well, that we follow the world-class instructional design and assessment standards, or WIDA standards for short. This is the equivalent of Common Core State Standards. These standards are for language acquisition, and they span from levels one through six. Level one, it would be for students that we identify as beginning. Students will work their way through the different levels, and at the time that they get to level six, that is when they actually start going by Common Core State Standards. Until then, students who are learning English are not given Common Core State Standards as their measurement of learning. I think that's something that in our building, a lot of educators sometimes forget about because in the mess and the chaos of classroom learning, we like to write our objectives on the board. We wanna make sure students are following the standards and achieving that growth that has been handed to us. With my students and with our students um, as a whole in the building who are learning English, they're not quite yet at that grade level ability in English. They are at that grade level ability most times in their home, native, or academic language of choice. And that's also something that is important to note. Just because a student moves from one country does not mean that the language that is spoken in that country is their home language. For example, I have a student who just moved from Kashistan. He prefers to speak in Russian, and that is not actually Kashistan's number one language. So it's important to get to know your student and ask them what language they speak at home, as well as what language have they learned traditionally in the past. It helps create a more relationship building comfort level and can help ease with translations when that is necessary. The next thing that I think is super important as like a quick takeaway is the equity versus equality debate. And I feel like this is something that comes up every year at the beginning of the year training as just a quick reminder. Equity and equality are not the same thing. I like to refer back to that image of a bird trying to swim and a fish trying to fly. You can't measure a bird's ability by how quickly they swim. And you cannot measure a fish's ability by how well they fly. Both are achieving movement. Both are moving forward, right? Flying, you're moving. Swimming, you're moving. But they're different capacities, different ways of doing this same goal of getting somewhere. I like to think about that when I try to explain how some students are going to learn best in that general education classroom. Limited answer choice, tests read aloud by human readers, translations, visual aids, 
and limiting the workload are just some of the ways that we as educators can level the playing field for all students in our classrooms. It might not seem fair to the other students, and I have had that come up in conversation before in the classroom, but it is what's going to help students acquire a new language without the pressure of doing all of the things, so to say. And it's a reminder to look at those other students when they question, why are they getting this differently? And just saying, hey, look, we're all at different places and spaces. So what that means is what works best for you and will push you looks differently than what works best for this student and pushes them. The beauty of personalized learning in the classroom, which is something that I believe everybody strives to do, is that many students are already on their own educational path. So it should be a little bit easier to tweak those assignments for kids who just need it to look a little bit differently. That might mean pairing visual with audio. That might mean walking over to a desk, crouching down and re-explaining things or typing it into the student's translator. It definitely means providing a translated copy for a student as well as the English copy that you're giving to the rest of the class. And also honoring and respecting the work that students do turn in. Right, you can't just look and say, oh, you didn't do the whole assignment. Instead, really getting down and looking at, okay, we got through topic one. Where maybe did the disconnect start? Where maybe did I not fully bridge that gap of language? The next really quick takeaway that I think is very important would be social emotional learning. When it comes to teaching students who are brand new to our country, you also have to remind yourself they're brand new to our way of a school system. We have a very unique educational system in the United States, and many students are not aware of that when they move in. It is so important to remind yourself that the social and emotional needs of students will always trump the academic requirements. I love the motto, love your students today so you can teach them tomorrow. When a student knows that you genuinely care about them and are there for them during these changes of their lives, like the upheaval of leaving their friends, home, country, and even sometimes their immediate family, they will always be willing to try your crazy fun classroom ideas. And that means also honoring and respecting their silent period. Think of how overwhelming school is just as a new student. Now think about not understanding anything that's going on because you can't read the signage. You don't know what's going on in the classrooms. That to itself is so scary that when there's that silent period, we like to respect that. When students are ready to come out of their shell, they will. The more comfortable they are with their teacher and classmates, the more likely they're going to try. And it is sometimes scary to raise your hand. It's scary to participate in class. So I like to just remind teachers that just because they're not talking doesn't mean they're not learning. My last quick takeaway would be social language does come first, way before academic English. If you imagine how we learned English or our first languages, it was by playtime and meeting new neighbors and hanging out with your family. It wasn't by reading books and writing essays. Just because they're having a conversation in the hall doesn't mean they're maybe ready to volunteer in class. There's a lot of things out there in the multilingual world of tips and tricks, but I would say that those are my main points that I think everybody can just read and learn about or listen to and just take a deep breath and know that everything is going to be okay. Thank you for listening. I hope you become a regular follower of the podcast channel. And remember, as a new teacher, we are all here to help you.